Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Pick and Play podcast. A little bit different. Uh, Leo has uh, a couple prior engagements that has pulled him off this week. We tried to push this podcast back so the gruesome twosome could reunite and uh, give you all of this audio bull glory, but that's not going to happen today. Uh, I'm just going to run a solo pod real quick. And what we're going to do is we're going to walk through the NFL Sunday night, Sunday, Sunday evening, and Monday night football games. Uh, I will tell you what I'm picking, what I'm staying away from. Uh, I'm already 1-0 on the week. Having a hot start. I am a hot little tamale. That's definitely for sure. Um, I am 54-36-2 in NBA. Uh, picking every game in the NFL, I'm 27 and 21. My best bets are 12 and 4. Uh, I've hit 34 and a half units in parlays. I've only lost four for you, uh, and I'm two for one in my teasers. My teasers will pick up now that I have a feel for things. Uh, we will be giving them out close to one o'clock on the Twitter, which you can find me at Pick and Play 37. Now, let's cut into it. Let's get right to it. Let's. Let's chop up what we see Sunday starting. Uh, the first game that rolls across most people's schedules is New Orleans and Detroit Lions. I'm going to be honest. I'm not touching any of this. Uh, if you want to take part of this, take the hook. Take Detroit plus the three and a half. New Orleans hasn't looked great on offense. Really don't want to spend too much time on this game. I don't like anything. I'm pushing it upstream. Uh, first game I like. Arizona Cardinals giving up three and a half. I expect a little bit of a bounce back game from Arizona after a very disappointing game against uh, Detroit, this is um, this is where I'm going to ignore these points. Uh, I like uh, I like the money line at minus 175. Uh, if you want to take anything, take Arizona. I feel good about the three and a half. I like the money line of 175, and just to win the game, the hook scares me. Or maybe you want to buy this down. This is either this is a put up or shut up moment for the Cardinals. You lose last week to Detroit. If you lose this week to the Panthers, you're going to kind of signal to everyone that you're still not there yet. Now. That's about where I had Arizona. I did not have them losing to Detroit after beating a team like San Francisco, but that's the beginning of the year and things are weird. Um, so I like the Cardinals money line to put in a parlay. I think it's, it's some good money there. Uh, and if you're going to take them straight up, take the Cardinals minus three and a half. They are without the starting safety, Buda Baker, uh, which is one of their leading tacklers. So that could drive points up. 52 is something to keep an eye on. Kyler Murray with three interceptions last week, I believe, just not going to cut it. That's got to get turned around, uh, especially against a defense like Detroit that doesn't really get much pressure. They they rush three to four. They drop everyone else back. So uh, a lot of mistakes there. I want to see what kind of strides the Cardinals have made in a week against a Panthers team that uh, is definitely feisty, uh, but shouldn't be able to keep you from getting to the playoffs. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Cincinnati Bengals. The Jaguars are a little healthier now. Uh, the Jaguars are getting one and a half. It was at three or two and a half some places to start. It's been worked down. So people really like the Bengals here. Um, I split the difference. I like the over. Over 49 and a half is where I want to be. Uh, Jaguars get their weapons back. Um, Gardner Minshew should have a bounce back game. This Bengals defense is atrocious. So the Jaguars could run the ball. Some fantasy value there. Uh, they could run the ball, throw the ball well. Um, I think this is a high scoring affair without anyone really able to stop the other team. What's going to hold these two teams back uh, is if they stop themselves. Totally possible. Rookie quarterback and then uh, on the Cincinnati Bengals. We really don't even know what to make of their head coaching yet, so we'll, we'll see what we get there. Through three weeks, I've liked what I've seen. Uh, a competitive team. They have a tie, so they're 0-2-1. Tying the Eagles, That's gonna. That's, it's just a weird thing. All right, next game on the schedule, Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys. Eh, 
You know, the thing is here, this line open at five and a half. Dallas doesn't have anyone playing on defense. Like, Alden Smith is their best defensive player, and he didn't play for the last, like, four years. Um, and not to say he's not a talented individual. He was a freak before he uh, stepped down from football. But this game could be a bloodbath. I see some turnovers. I don't know how Cleveland stops anything Dallas wants to do. Uh, Dallas is better on all three levels uh, when it comes to an offense matchup versus defense. Uh, Cleveland, likewise, should completely outman Dallas. So uh, I think what you want to do here is ignore the points uh, in terms of the spread. Look towards... Uh, the over under at 56 and a half. I think this is some, I think this has a potential score of 31 35. I think Dallas is going to be shootouts all year long. Cleveland can get in shootouts. Uh, I expect some turnovers on Cleveland side. And if Dallas plays their brand of football, this is going to be a giddy up game. So I like the 56 and a half. I like the over. I will tell you this. Vegas has decided no more under 40, you know, under 50 spreads for these big games. Just just to walk through some of the games. New Orleans, Detroit, 54. Arizona Panthers, 52. Uh, Jacksonville Bengals, 49 and a half. You know, that's the closest you're really getting to 50 for, for uh, these games we've walked through. There are some that are going to be less, but for the most part, we're seeing Vegas push these over-unders up into the 50. Uh, this was an adjustment that Vegas was bound to make. We've been slamming the overs if you've been following me uh, that's where we've made a lot of good money but I still think they're a viable option so I like the over at 56 and a half um, if I'm going to take a spread here I will take Dallas minus four and a half and believe that uh, Baker Mayfield uh, the Doughboy, will hand out some turnovers so uh, Houston Minnesota is a game that I'm not really big on this slate I don't have much to add to it uh, over 54 seems like could both these teams have a breakout game? Sure. I just would take Minnesota plus a three and a half. That's where I like it. Uh, this is this is my lock of the day. Seattle minus six and a half against Miami. I, I, I don't get this line. Um, Miami's not that good. Uh, Miami's a good team. Not a good team. Miami's a organization that looks to be moving in the right direction. I like what they're doing. I like the aura. But I don't really like the product. Seattle not getting a full touchdown. I love it. Seattle minus six and a half. Watch for a shootout. Seattle, if if, if you have a points bet system, I would really look at Seattle here in the points bet. A uh, points bet basically means that you're going to, if the line's six and a half, you're going to be betting. Uh, it could be 25 bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks, a dollar. Every point that goes over that six and a half. So, if Seattle wins 42-14 for Miami, you'll take the six and a half out, and then you will get a dollar for every point over that differential. I think this is the best bet of the day. I think this is a lock. I cannot, I cannot, and I will not think any further about this. Uh, the only way this turns into a stinker, plunker, clunker of a game is if Seattle just overlooks it. I, that's not really their history. And Russell Wilson's on a war path for the MVP, so watch out there. Uh, next one o'clock game, Chargers plus seven and a half, Bucks minus seven and a half. The Chargers offense is atrocious, atrocious. Anthony Lynn has never put together a really good offense that gels. I don't really like his his coaching decisions for the most part. It looks like Justin Herbert will get a start. Here's my problem: I really haven't seen anything to Tampa Bay that I love. Uh, I think Tom still looks a bit slow. They're banged up. They're without all their running backs today. If I really want to do something weird, I'm going to take the Chargers plus the seven and a half. Uh, I like Tampa Bay on the money line to squeak it through. 
Um, but this is the first under that's that's really low, 42 and a half. I think this is a defensive struggle. If you're if you're going to tell me it's a defensive struggle and I'm getting seven and a half, I think that's my best bet. So uh, if I end up taking something on this game, it'll most likely be the Chargers plus seven and a half. Uh, the round under one o'clock slate is another game that is in my in my lock bag. Um, I've locked the Ravens in at 13 and a half. I think if you can get them at 14, 15, 16, 22, 25, do it. I think the Ravens, here's what we know. If you want a good team, if you want a great team, if you aren't in the playoffs fighting for your life, you will get the shit kicked out of you by the Ravens. Everyone. Lamar's lost, what, four games in his career now? He has one blip to Cleveland, which that was early in the year. He's lost to Kansas City three times, and he's lost to Tennessee in the playoffs when Tennessee had been on a little bit of run, actually started up on Kansas City, and then Kansas City came back on him. If you're not the Kansas City Chiefs, the Ravens are going to pummel the shit out of you. It's just that simple. They, they do not know how to play to that team. They don't know how to play to that level. I don't think this Washington football team is the right team to keep this close. I think this is a landslide. You know, someone call, call, call them out. Minus 14, whatever you want. I, I love putting them in there. So let's move now to the four o'clock slate. Now the four o'clock slate, little different. Uh, this is where I think uh, first there's only three of them. It's kind of disappointing, but we'll, we'll cut straight to them. And, and and I wish there was more here. We did lose some games this week. Uh, the New England New England games obviously been pushed back. Um, the uh, Pittsburgh, Tennessee game may not happen. They have it set, but who knows? Tennessee continues to get positives. I don't understand how they didn't social distance and, and stop this. The only thing is that it just must have gotten that bad. Um, I, I will say this. Tennessee should have just lost the game. Should have just forfeited the game. I'm sorry. There has to be a real repercussion for not being able to execute. And you go, oh, what could happen to everyone? It just didn't, though. And it's still happening to Tennessee at a higher rate than everyone else. I don't know what it is. But you've got to get some protocols. You've got to get things collected because you're now going to push the season around. What happens if Tennessee has another outbreak? The precedent is you'll cater to them. I I think you've got to make them lose a game. I think that's got to be going forward. If multiple teams break out in a week, so be it. But the Patriots are going to have to play with Cam Newton. That game looks like it's going on. So I really don't understand that, but whatever. Four o'clock game, the Giants and the Rams. This is easy for me. Uh, put the Rams on everything you want. Minus 14. They should easily cover this. The Giants look fucking terrible. Who's, what's, what are they going to do with Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald's going to beat the shit out of them. So I love the Rams. I'm putting them on everything. Uh, it, I don't really touch the over 48 and a half. I really think this game could be like a... I, I, I mean, the Rams could cover this themselves. But I could see the Giants just getting zeroed out. I, I wouldn't have, want any part of the Giants in any way, shape, or form. Uh, this is a Rams team that also believes they got jobbed a little bit last week. So the Rams minus 14 and a half for the farm. I cannot believe the Giants got whipped by San Francisco when San Francisco was out nine starters. Do you know how crazy that is to say his team's out nine starters and they beat you by like 25? That's crazy shit, man. No quarter. And it's not like you go, oh, well, they still had their quarterback. No, they didn't. <laughs> Weird. No quarterback, no two, no two wide receivers, no two running backs, no tight end. Uh, and then half of the defense is banged up, and you whip the shit out of a team? Okay, well, here's the problem. The Rams are healthy. The Rams are as healthy as healthy can get right now. Giants, what are you going to do today? This Rams team is going to 
I mean, I think this is another annihilation. So minus 14, all in with that. Indianapolis Colts, Chicago Bears. I hate Mitchell Trubisky, in case you didn't know. But I love anyone not named him being the quarterback of the Bears. Nick Foles came in last week and threw three touchdowns and one interception. If you watch the game, you know that interception was kind of crazy. The ball hit Allen Robinson in the hands in the end zone. The defender met the ball with Allen Robinson and then wrestled it away from Allen Robinson in the end zone for an interception. So Nick Foles really threw four touchdowns last week. That one that was an interception Allen Robinson should have came down with. Or, you know, maybe the pass gets broken up. It was in the end zone also. It's not like at the middle of the field. So he had driven down the field four times to put them in an opportunity to score touchdowns. I really like this team. I love this team now. I'm, I, I think I might have called that he would be out by week three. That's right where we're at. Chicago plus three, giving them points. I don't think that's fair. I really don't think that's fair. I, I, I like Chicago plus the points. Um, Buffalo Bills. Las Vegas Raiders. I don't really know where I'm supposed to go with this next because Josh Allen and me do not get along. He doesn't even know I exist, but we don't like each other. And uh, the thing about Josh Allen is he's done very well as a quarterback this year, throwing the ball and running the ball. I still think his decision-making is crap, and he still turns the ball over way too many times. He has five turnovers, I believe. Three, four, no. Three fumbles lost, one pick. He's got four turnovers. That's still a lot. One a game would leave you with 16 at the end of the year. That's that's really too many turnovers, unless you're going to throw 50 touchdowns, which he may. Um, this is where his schedule gets a little tougher. Last week against the Rams, they get bailed out at the end of the game by a ref. It, it, was, a, it was a penalty, so maybe it's not a bailing out, but it takes that. You blow a 28-3 lead. Now I'm worried about your defense. The Raiders lose last week, get blown out by New England. The Raiders getting three and a half. I'm not touching the spread. I don't think either one of these teams is good enough to win by more than three. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd take the three and a half. But I really like the over at 53. Both these teams can score, can play giddy up. The Raiders are going to be a little healthier this week. I believe that there is some opportunity for both teams to move the ball through the air and on the ground. I don't really see either one stopping them. I think this game comes down to who has the ball at the end. Uh, So I like the 53. I think that'll cover. Now, the current late game is an absolute abomination. The Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers are going to tee off at 820 today. They're going to play, I think, a football game. It's lined open at San Francisco minus four, and it's moved all the way to the Eagles plus nine now, so San Francisco minus nine. I don't know what – I don't even know what we're supposed to do with this. Um, I, I don't I, – I cannot believe that this four, this Eagles team is getting plus nine. I mean, if you told me at the beginning of the year that San Francisco would be without all of its starters, all of its starters, but Philly would have Carson Wentz, and the spread would be nine. I I don't even know what I'd have to think. But then you go, well, Carson Wentz leads the NFL in turnovers. You go, well, that's – I don't even know what to think there either. I really really don't like any part of this game. So I'm going to skip it. Uh, If you're going to go on something, just take San Francisco on the money line. I don't even know. I don't even like that game. I'm going to have to liquor up a little bit to figure out what I like with that game. Uh, Monday night football game, Falcons-Packers. So – Packers minus seven. The Falcons have been close with everyone. Uh, They score a ton of points, over 57. Uh, This is probably going to end up with a nice little teaser for me, taking Green Bay down to minus one and then over 51. I believe teasers are going to be your friends this week. I'll be putting out teasers 
on my Twitter account when I when I get a little more into the math. But keep an eye on teasers today. Keep an eye on the favorites. You like them. Take them. Uh, a lot of hooks out there. If the hook is a five and a half, it's not. It doesn't matter. Four and a half doesn't matter. Two and a half doesn't matter. Six and a half. Well, that's your touchdown. Three and a half. Well, that's your field goal. Fourteen and a half. Well, that's your two touchdowns. Keep an eye on where the hook is. Jacksonville Jaguars one and a half. That's not as important as Minnesota three and a half. It's just a better number. So. Uh, keep an eye on that where your hooks are you have time this morning hopefully you're listening to this and we can recalibrate ourselves mentally you need to put time in you need to let's look at your bets get ready to lock them in if they if they they drop below that hook they'll update live keep refreshing be you know be on it every 10 minutes and what i'll do this all the listeners on the pod i will give you a 14 to 1 teaser um, I won't put this on Twitter. We'll just keep this between us, our little secret. Uh, Rams minus 14, Seattle minus 6.5, Cardinals to win, Buccaneers to win, Ravens minus 14. All those together equal up to a 14 to 1 parlay. So put that together, put a unit on it, and ride that out. I'll have a couple more parlays that'll be out there to the public, but for all the listeners out there, there is a five team parlay that you can put together. You can also. You can also keep the bets alive. You can take the you can you can put for the Ravens to get them under that 14 by half a hook, by half a point. You'll drop their odds to minus 110. Your 14 to 1 remains intact. You're right where you need to be, but you buy that hook down. So you you really get an opportunity um, to to sit in the right spot. So look for that buy. You can keep yourself at 14 to 1. Um, you want to tease your hooks down. The Rams, you can move a half point down. You don't lose much ground. The teaser stays the same, and you put them all together. So you can get the Rams down to 13 and a half and the Ravens down to 13 and a half at minus 130. That's another part of this you got to look at. When you put your parlays together, you can afford to buy points here. Make sure you're buying them and putting them on the right side of your bet. So um, keep that in mind. Buy your points down. Keep yourself covered in these parlays. You have options. They, they leave you with a lot, of, a lot of opportunity. So everyone out there, stay safe. Tune in this week. We'll bring you an NBA Finals pod that recaps the Lakers as they inevitably march towards uh, their champion of LeBron's, what, fifth now? Fourth. One, two, three, four. Yep, fourth. It'll be an interesting time definitely to break down, and we're hopeful Leo will be able to join us. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Remember to rate... But before we go, Leo actually has a couple plays for everyone. I want to get them out there for everyone. Uh, Leo is all over the Cardinals, minus the three, three and a half. Seattle, minus five and a half. We're in alignment there. It's up to six and a half. He's got it at five and a half. It's a great number regardless how you want to look at it. And he has the Jags plus one and a half. He believes that with Gardner Minshew back with DJ Chark, that they're going to be a way better offense. And you know what? I can get behind that. So, those are Leo's three likes for the week. Cardinals minus three. Seattle's minus five and a half. Jaguars plus five. We are aligned perfectly on two of them. As always, rate, subscribe, review. Stay safe.